Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, Grace Point fans. Welcome back to another episode, episode three of Grace Point here on AfterBuzz TV. We're going to be dissecting this case, getting to the bottom of things going on in Grace Point. I am your lead detective in this investigation, Zach Wilson, and my fantastic crime investigative team to my left. Hi, everyone. I'm Adrian Snow. Hey, I'm Kelly McInerney. And we will be getting to the bottom of this. I've got my pad, I've got my pen. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's get into this. Uh, but let's start with our dete- our other detective team. You know, we're we're pretty good, but mm-hmm. these guys are uh, they're on they're on the field right yeah, now. Yeah, we we need a field we need field agents yeah. on the ground. We're too important for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, detective detectives Carver and Miller. Uh, detective Carver's having a hell of a week. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's got. Last week we saw him with the the drug like injecting into his knee, which somebody and I, they took down their comment, so I couldn't give them credit when I went back to check. <laughs> but somebody on YouTube uh, pointed out that a lot of people uh, get get those injections for migraines, hmm. um, for extreme migraines. But from that little talk he had with the doctor, I'm inclined to think brain aneurysm, possibly, uh, or of some kind, like or, or a tumor. Yeah, rather mm-hmm. an aneurysm would have killed him, but. I assumed there was some type of, of tumor. I don't know if it's necessarily um, from a brain tumor, but it seems there is. It is implied that there's something seriously wrong with him. Yeah. Um, to the point where he has to. The doctor is recommending that he stop working. Like mm-hmm. no stressful yeah. environment. But at this point, I think he's invested enough in this case that stepping aside would be just as much stress as continuing on. Yeah. He yeah. called it his penance, so yeah. he feels like obligated. Yeah, because we also, we also got another little hint, a little window into whatever it was that happened mm-hmm. before, um, because uh, Renee Clements, the intrepid reporter who we hate, I don't know how you guys feel about her, but I don't like her. She's no- nosy. I feel bad for her, but she's trying to do her job, but she's, like, just not good at it. Yeah. Maybe that's too what ruthless, you know? Maybe we should feel bad for her for not being a good journalist. Yeah. She's just a bit intrusive. Yeah. So. She also starts talking to people and, like, asking them questions without announcing mm-hmm. that she's a reporter, yeah. which is really bad ethics. That's actually pretty smart, though, if you're kind of just trying to feel it out. It's not really your... Your town. It's smart, but it. I believe when I was I was on the college paper. Not that that is like high standards or at all legitimate, but um, I believe that the ethics that any time you're interviewing somebody, you have to at the top, like when you first introduce yourself, mention that you're with the press. So it's on the record. Yeah, so that it is on the record because mm-hmm. otherwise you're under a. You're very liable mm. for printing stuff that was not supposed to be printed. Yeah. yeah, I think the only time that she didn't mention who she was was with Vince. Because even with um, Nick Nolte's character, I forget his name, 
she did, she kind of was doing some friendly talk and then she said, I am so-and-so with the press. And then she said the same thing to um, Chloe mm-hmm. last episode. So she is doing partly her job, but I think uh, maybe she's becoming a little too eager. And so that's kind yeah. of why she might be flubbing a bit. Yeah, but she's she's really digging at Carver in this episode because mm-hmm. she like she brings up, she's like, Nina would have been eight on Sunday. Mm-hmm. She's like, whoa. That's like a dark mm-hmm. thing to bring up to somebody. And yeah. like she's like, her family didn't get uh, justice because of you. And he's like walking away like, leave me alone. Hey, yeah. want to get find a way to not get any information from a cop? <laughs> Be a dick like that, you know? Yeah, let's raise up all of his like worst uh, memories. Yeah. That'll sure inspire him to help you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she absolutely is pressing his buttons for a reason. I think she, she thinks he'll explode at her with some kind of information. Mm. It's like, for your information, we are already done this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, do you, what do you think he did? What are you guys thinking? Can't really say. Okay. I think you I have to be quiet. I've seen oh, Broad, Broad Church. Church. Uh, well, I, I think it comes down to more of, um, an error, at least it appears to others to be an error. So, and that's how it appeared in court. But I don't think that's the full story. Yeah, it sounds so. like he probably did something outside. Like it could be a like something to the to the simplicity level or like the legal level of mm-hmm. not reading somebody Miranda rights. Yeah, um, that like is a little technicality that slips through the cracks and lets somebody go. It could yeah. be like how Miller is nice to. Like, Mark and stuff, like, no, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Maybe he felt that way to somebody else, you know? Like, and that's why he's very thorough, this investigation. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to make sure everybody... I kind of get that feeling, too, whatever happened to him in the past. It's kind yeah. of yeah, affected the way he treats people now, yeah. yeah. I guess that that could also be... It could be that... Not that he made a mistake like that where somebody got off, but, like, he just never caught the killer. Mm-hmm. Um, although that doesn't really leave you, like kicked out in shame yeah yeah it seems kind of implied that at least for what the public views and what the press was able to view that whatever it was was viewed as a type of clerical error or something that allowed the killer to get away with it so that it was confirmed that there was an actual killer and the killer got away with it is what it feels like to me Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um and he's what do you guys think about his attitude towards detective miller at this point or Ellie, as she prefers to be called. I don't think... I mean, he is kind of, like, moody, but she's taking it too too personal, I feel like. I mean, it, a kid just died. We have to be super thorough and make sure we find him, so we got to do all these mm-hmm. things, you know? Stop being so, like, wimpy about it. I feel like she's the one that's a little bit, like, sensitive, overly sensitive about it. I don't think he's that bad. Adrian, how do you feel? I do think it was a little odd that he wanted to call a 17-year-old girl at, like, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, I I understand being thorough, but to that point, um, Miller is right, or Ellie is right, that you have to kind of give people a break. You know, give them time to kind of recover. They did keep her father locked up at the precinct for the entire day. Yeah, I agree with that. And so there is, like, the... A, a delicate balance, you know, because it's a small town, and and 
everything's running really high. It's not like a big city where, you know, it could really be anyone and you could be drilling a ton of people different, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the day. Everyone knows everyone's business. There's only a certain amount of people who it could be. Yeah. Um, I, I actually would defend his, uh, his, to, his idea to call her in the middle of the night because that catches her off guard. And when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't want to tell you the truth, as he knows this family is like clearly hiding things after dealing with Mark all day, she he needs to her to throw her off her game mm. by calling her in the middle of the night. That's going to cause more of a panic than if he just waited until she was well rested. I suppose I felt like at that, uh, even if you called her in the morning, early in the morning, that would still throw her off. I mean, I understand everything he's doing. The thing is, is I understand both sides. I can see why. Uh, she's resistant to be so forceful, but I can also understand why he has to be so forceful. Um, but I also think that because they are both very extreme people, that that's going to eventually come to a head where he's going to go too far and she's not going to be willing to go far enough. Yeah. yeah. So. But I guess they do really, at the end of the day, need each other. He mm-hmm. needs somebody with their finger on the pulse of the community who yeah. like knows the players, um, and she needs somebody who's not attached, yeah. who can step back and look at this objectively because otherwise they'd never have brought Mark in Mm -hmm. and never Mm -hmm. have gotten like this information Mm -hmm. um, about what he was doing which Mark idiot idiot Uh, just tell him like it's it's gonna he's making it so much worse for himself like they brought him in he's lying to the police like after his son is killed and as Carver points out like if it was if my kid was killed I would do I would say everything I needed to. I would do everything possible to help. Um, And Mark refuses to. uh, He's digging his own grave, basically. Yeah. Or dug it, clearly, as we saw at the end. It just comes (laughs) down to shame, you know, and and guilt. It's just like, well, you got to kind of, yeah, you should feel guilty for having sex with another woman while your son mm-hmm. is being yeah. murdered. But, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, here's, that's just sometimes the way the cookies crumble, and then, and that's okay. And just man up and say, okay, this is what I was doing. And, yeah. Like, what's yeah. worse, being, like, a- accused of killing your son or cheating on your wife, you know? Yeah. But here's the thing. He was with her till one. Danny was supposed, like, the window went, went later than that, that mm-hmm. he was killed. So it doesn't entirely rule Mark out. Well, I thought he, that he was murdered around midnight, but in terms of like the movement and placement of the body, that went longer. Okay, was that it? I thought so. I guess Maybe. that makes sense. But yeah. there's still two hours of Mark's time that are unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. Because he left her, he left uh, Gemma at one, mm-hmm. but he arrived home at three. Mm-hmm. Not a very big town. So where was he from one to three? Took a long shower, man. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they haven't... I don't think they have cleared that up for a reason. I think there's something more to it. I mean, his footprints were found in the house. And and then the lady in the the trailer, who's definitely suspect for a multitude of things, is either lying or telling the truth. Somebody is... Lying, there the two hours mm-hmm. are missing, and we don't know for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, Mark like he go so Mark goes in. He open we open up on him with a grief dream where he finds Danny in mm-hmm. closet, which is a nice touching moment. It's it's uh, what he wishes could have happened. I think when he mm-hmm. yeah. said mm-hmm. it, it's it's very. 
he wishes he just would walk in and Danny would be alive. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can imagine, any father going through that would be dealing with the same thing. Um, but he's only, like, constructing an elaborate lie, like with Vince, mm-hmm. is not going to help you out. No. Um, and then continuing to lie to everybody around you, to the cops, to Beth, and that comes to a big head uh, at the end of this episode yeah. with... Yeah. Uh, that's his first thought. Like, so they're they're in bed. Let's lay the scene here. They're in bed, and they're like as far apart from each other as is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't trust him. He's ashamed. Doesn't want to be. Doesn't feel like he can be close to her. And what she, did you guys think of this whole conversation? How it went down? The, why don't you say no? I didn't kill him. Why do you have to be weird about it? That's what I felt about. Like, just say no. It's not a hard answer. Yeah. Because it's, maybe if you, maybe it's true, you know? Well, I think it's a little bit more layered than that because he kind of implied that he feels guilty for Danny's death because of the time he was sleeping with another woman. Yeah. So I think the reason why he can't say, no, I didn't kill him is because he feels like, in effect, he did kill him because he should have been home that night to check on his son Mm -hmm. and he wasn't there. And so there's that whole, you know, paternal guilt about, well, I wasn't there to protect my child. So yeah, and. In that sense, I did kill him. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's kind of where yeah. his mind is, at least. Yeah, um, there's definitely guilt there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think my old theory of like him running into Danny on the streets is pretty out the window at this point. The timing doesn't quite match up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible still. Um, we still don't know where that when that skateboard got over to Crazy Lady. Yeah, um, but I think Mark. I'm not ready to let him off the suspect list. He's still, I'm still circling still his name. Beginning. Person of interest. Mm-hmm. I still think he's a red herring. I think he's just I, kind of. Yeah, they want you, know. you to think that he's guilty because all of these things are stacked against him. Well, right. And it's only episode three. Yeah, well, right now, I would say that the evidence says that he's not guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, the timing doesn't work quite right. Quite right. He's weird, but, like, we see what he's weird about. Yeah. So I would say that uh, officially, like, on the show's sense, he's dropped. Yeah. But I'm still... You're still going to keep him. I'm still keeping my eye on him. Yeah. And I think Detective Carver is, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean, what do you... But what did you guys think about him, like, leaving after that fight? Like, which he doesn't say no. But I think that that was more of a, why should I have to say no? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I shouldn't have to say that. Mm-hmm. But then he goes and immediately runs to Gemma. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think that... What do you guys think of their whole relationship? And how... Is it... They were sort of like... They not for, they weren't forced to get married, per se. But they were. it was a shotgun wedding. Yeah. She yeah. got pregnant. Mm-hmm. They were 17. I, I think they love each other. But I think now, when something like this happens, you question everything. And I think that's what's going through Beth's mind. Like... Especially when um, what the guy asks her about um, Mark, like where was he on Thursday? The guy that's watching. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like that kind of triggered something. Like, oh, maybe I need to like know everything. You know, somebody so close to you died, and then the the psychic guy said it's somebody that you know. Don't search for anybody. So she's probably just thinking crazy thoughts. Well, I have a theory on the psychic guy, but um, in terms of. Uh, Danny and, or I'm sorry, Beth and Mark's relationship. I mean, it seems like 
Mark believes that Beth resents him because she wasn't able to have this life. And when usually when I feel like when people start to resent someone, it's because they secretly resent their life to a certain extent. That, you know, he feels like he held this woman back and what would his life have been? And maybe he has fallen in love with, with Gemma or something like that. And so uh, it is complicated when you get married that young and then you have kids mm-hmm. and you stick together. And um, it's not an easy marriage to have. And then on top of that, your child dies while you're in the you know middle of considering ending your marriage, and maybe Beth is considering ending the marriage as well. But now she's pregnant, so you know yeah. it's a ton <laughs> yeah. of little stuff complication to deal with. in yeah. the matter. Uh, I mean, I there was some weird stuff that Beth was doing in this episode. I thought as soon as she found out that Mark was in prison, mm-hmm. she flipped and went nuts. Um, she grabbed her, threw, grabbed Chloe, mm-hmm. took her in the bathroom. You don't say anything in front of Pete. That was suspicious behavior to me. I know she's going through a grief period and stuff, so she's going to be a little bit extreme. Mm-hmm. But that was suspicious behavior to me. Like, what is it that she could possibly not want Chloe to say? Well, I think she already suspects that Mark is having an affair. That's kind of implied from the first episode when she's like, where were you? And he refuses to answer. So I think she already has that in her mind. And I also think it's just going into protective mode, which is what she was saying, that you have mm-hmm. to protect your own, you know? So if, you know, if Mark ends up going down the rabbit hole, she doesn't want her and Chloe to go down the rabbit hole as well, that they're going to stick together and that they have to be a united front. because. But united against what? What would they possibly bring them in for? I think it's it's just being wary. I think yeah. it's just being protected, you know, or or thinking that maybe people might lie or suspect things. So there might be more to it, but in that mode, I was just getting the feeling that she's being protective. Yeah. I get the sense that she's hiding something, some kind of illegal activity. I don't know what it is yet. Hmm. Um, I don't, because I don't think she's trying to hide the fact that she's pregnant. I don't know if she's trying to cover something up with Mark. She is hiding I mean, she's hiding it from most people, but she's not like aggressively hiding it like I don't know she went exercising like for a while which is not really healthy yeah for trimester. exercise when you're first trimester no not really not like that but like <laughs> like he said you did that twice or something didn't he Pete like two like you've been go oh going at it for a while yeah. I think that she said it, it was a joke that her husband said she need to be let out for a walk twice a day oh uh, that that was it no, but that was just a, that was just a passing joke mm. um but regardless, I think it's, I think you can exercise to a point. Maybe she pushed herself a little too hard. Um, and she's weighing herself. Like I think she's trying to hide it until until like yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah. You know, babies um, Yeah, but um, so we've got that stuff going on with Beth. Chloe's dealing with the cocaine thing. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, nothing there quite yet. We're gonna have to wait to see what she does, but. There's, she, we know she's hiding some. She's covering up for her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, do you guys think she uh, spills the beans? Based off of next week's episode, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Um, probably. I. I mean, that would be the logical thing to do. Mm-hmm. Family first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems reasonable. She's only fifteen. She doesn't want to get yeah in trouble for just her, her boyfriend. She's pull a mark, you know, <laughs> saying like. Get in trouble for nothing, but yeah. Yeah, but you got to suspect everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So 
but let's you had a theory on the the psychic guy. Oh, Raymond. And so yeah, yeah. now we know his name, mm-hmm. Raymond. Or I guess we we found it out last week when they were interviewing him. But did they? I don't think they mentioned. Oh, him. they might have skipped over yeah. it. Either yeah. way, we now we have his name. His name is Raymond. Yeah, creepy. Te- or I was just calling him creepy telephone dude mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. until now. Um, who we see, he like stalks Beth to the park and it's like I have a message for you and she runs away. Mm-hmm. He's I'm sorry for scaring you. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He really. I don't. I think he genuinely didn't want to scare her, mm-hmm. but he needs to tell her this, mm-hmm. and then. So he drops the the crazy message uh, that he's Danny's okay, um, but don't look for his killer. Mm-hmm. What are you guys thinking? What's your theory? Oh, oh, he's my number one suspect. But I think it's I don't think it's just one person. I think it's um, a few people. But if you the number that he gave Beth is the same number that they pull out of Danny's pocket at the end. It's the same handwriting. And so, uh, and then they do say, they do give it away a little bit in the preview when they're like, it's he the, was talking well, to... Well, no, no preview talk. Well, because previews in... Well, uh, I'm just yeah. saying that it, it is kind of confirmed that he, he's, he knows more than he's letting on. So, Definitely. And that's the first feeling I got when I saw them pull out the little crossword puzzle and they had the number. I was like, oh, it's the same handwriting, it's the same phone number. That's a good catch. I didn't, quite, I didn't see that, but I think yeah. you're right, yeah. So, uh, I think to... I think he might be kind of playing the family and playing uh, the cops and maybe doing a little misdirection. Interesting. So, I think he's a little bit more involved. I don't think it was the same phone number. I think it just bo- both of them started with 555. It was 707-555-0190. Was it? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I think he's he has good intent. He's just a creepy guy. You know, he's one of mm-hmm. those creepy guys, good intentions-ish. What if he was the backpacker? The mysterious backpacker doesn't have brown hair, does he? He's baldish. He has hair, uh, but it's you dark. mean the backpacker? I mean, we we saw a flashback of him, yeah. but that doesn't of like a different person. But that we don't necessarily know that it was. Mm-hmm. They could oh. always just like read have reshot it with a different person. Mm-hmm. Um, he could grow his hair out, you know. True. Um, I still think uh, my this is my my theory from last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm gonna hold on to that. He witnessed the murder, but this is a guy with a few screws loose mm. and can't quite put that stuff together. So he witnesses it, and his brain processes it as a psychic connection. Mm. And he puts all these pieces together and is like basically regurgitating them in a form of, of like it's a psychic message from the other side. Mm. Um, so that he's not actually psychic, but he has information that his brain has no other way to convey. Okay, I can see that. Um, so I think maybe he witnessed it. Uh, and then we have, I mean, in this town of just people building up and, like, our suspicions building up, uh, Crazy Lady, yeah. um, which is her name, what's, is her name, not Susan, right? I'm, like, trying to remember. Maybe. Sounds, um, sounds right. Yeah. Uh, but she's creepy. She's yeah. really not so helping weird. herself either by being, like, a total meanie about it. But, you know, no one suspects her. So it's not really hurting her that much because no one really yeah. thinks, they just think she's, oh, she's just mean, crazy old lady. I don't know why they don't because, yeah, you know, she's got his skateboard. And she yeah. has. But they don't know that. I know. They don't know about the skateboard we do. But we, she also has keys to the murder location. She's one of the only people with keys to the murder location. Yeah. That's suspicious to me. That's, I guess, maybe a. Excuse me. I guess maybe a judge wouldn't necessarily consider that 
evidence mm-hmm. enough for like a search warrant, but enough for them to be like, yeah, we should uh, follow up on this woman. Yeah, I mean, she has a list of who checks out the keys, and I'm surprised that they haven't uh, asked for asked it. for it because when she gave the keys to Emmett, you know, she made him sign and everything to sh- to ensure that she would get them back. So. That would be the first thing I did if if I noticed that there was blood on, on the scene and that his his shoe tracks were everywhere. I'd be like, "Can I see that list and mm-hmm. go through it?" But. Yeah, um, yeah, she's definitely very concerned. Uh, but we know we know that she didn't let uh, Mark in there, mm-hmm. but his fingerprints are in the cabin. Yeah, his uh, footprints. I think fingerprints. His fingerprints, fingerprints? were on the a sink. sink yeah. Oh, okay, okay. He says he fixed a pipe there a few weeks ago. She mm-hmm. says he didn't. I think he did. I think she's lying. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She could be lying. Or it could be that the park service called him directly, but then why lie? I guess then why lie about, about getting the, the keys from her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's lying. Maybe they know each other better than we think at this point. They could Maybe. be connected. Maybe. Um, I sort of think, I, I don't know if I, I, I pin her as a killer yet. I'm thinking she, like, took the skateboard from... Danny, like, you damn kid, get off my lawn. No more skateboarding for you. Mm. Like one of those crotchy old ladies, and she just takes it away from him. Maybe. I really but, do think it's a group. Like, it's not ever that it's a a cover-up of multiple people kind of working to, yeah. to cover things up. I guess the big question with that, it's, that, that seems like a logical conclusion just based on, like, the lack of, like, evidence towards one person so mm-hmm. far. But the bigger question for me is then, what's the motive? Mm. Like, what is the reason for this? And I think the only person that I'm, I'm uh, right now, I believe, has any idea of that mm-hmm. is Tommy. Tom, yeah, yeah, Tom Miller, um, Detective Miller's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they finally bring him in for an interview. And basically, we know he's dodging stuff. He's playing with his mm-hmm. hands. He's very nervous to be in there. Mm-hmm. Not for just, like, the normal, like, kid being nervous reasons. But he he says it's about his, the fact that Mark beat Danny. Mm-hmm. Or hit him at least twice. Uh, do you guys, are you guys buying that as a thing at least? At the, did you think that Mark hit Danny? No. The way he he has those dreams and everything, and it's very protective, and how he almost hit the priest for, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like he, no. He's maybe, like, tough love. Like, maybe he says things to be like, you know, why don't you grow a pair? You know, not like that, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I don't think he, like, hits him. Yeah, I think, because even Tommy's dad kind of sighed when he's like, what's his relationship like with his father? I think if anything, they might argue and he might yell at him, but I, I don't get the impression that he actually hits him. I think that was kind of something Tommy said to misdirect. Yeah, he knew that a an abusive father is a good is something that the police will latch on to. Yeah, he does have a detective for a mom. He probably and like let's let's face it, he probably watches a lot of Law and Order, <laughs> a lot of CSI and CIS. Got an idea what the cops are looking for. Yeah. And an abusive father is definitely something that would draw the attention away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid's smart. Yeah. Too smart. I don't <laughs> trust him. I don't trust this little kid. Um, maybe I, he's scared. I don't know. He could be scared. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but but scared of the police? Scared of a drug dealer? Scared of what? I mean, we still got the Chloe's boyfriend's uncle. Yeah. Who's somehow threatening. We have no clue as to what it is. He could be doing mm-hmm. drugs. It could be dealing drugs. It could be 
he's running a crime ring. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We have to meet him first. Um, but before we, uh, we keep going with the, these suspects, let's take a quick break and talk about iTunes. I want to thank everyone for listening. Seriously, because there have been some great comments and great feedback from our listeners on YouTube um, and on and on uh, iTunes. You guys have been great, and it really does help. Uh, so keep writing in. Keep sending us your reviews. Keep commenting on YouTube. It makes a difference. It helps raise the water level of the entire network, makes us better. It helps keep these lights on and these cameras rolling and these microphones turned on. I'll be talking regardless of whether there's a microphone in front of me or not. You guys probably are aware of this. It's true. It's better if there's a microphone there because otherwise I just look like an insane person. Mm. Um, and I'm not above that. Don't think I'm above that. But I want to uh, first give a, a few quick shout-outs to people, to some of our YouTube fans. Um, Michael B says, great show, guys. It's still too early for me to uncover the killer. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say. I think we're missing yeah. a lot of evidence. We still have a bunch of episodes to go. Um, Pipkin Sweetgrass says, I love Grace Point as much as I love Broadchurch. It's yeah. good to know that people can be fa- that are, people can be fans of both, not just Kelly, mm-hmm. but but others. Yeah. Um, when you remake a show, it's always risky, mm-hmm. especially for people who have seen the original. And when your main actor is the same, same main actor, yeah. very strange. Um, I forgot to write down who said this, but you know who you are. I am so happy someone is making an after show for Grace Point. I look forward to this after show as much as, if not more, than the actual show. Oh, nice. So Thanks. thank you, person thank you. I forgot to write down the name of. Um, let's see if I can find it. <laughs> nope, I can't. It's not up. Um, and then SNES555 says, Kelly, I love you. Aw, <laughs> thanks. SNES55. <laughs> um, but I want to give a, a bigger shout out because it was on iTunes, so we actually got the full rating. And that's what counts, guys, the rating. Mm-hmm. Go down there and give us five stars. We appreciate it. Uh, to JD Writes 101, he just says, yes, exclamation point. Uh, he says, I was worried you wouldn't have an after show, but you do. And not only that, but Zach is one of the best hosts around, and I'm happy they have a spoiler. <laughs> and he says, I'm happy they have a spoiler embargo on Broadchurch. He'll definitely be tuning in for the rest of the season. Oh, great. <laughs> Thank you, JD Writes 101. Yeah. You've made my day. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the part where you misspelled my name. I do not appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> How did they spell it? With a K. Oh. With an H. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm about as angry as Detective Carver about oh. how this investigation's been running. I was about as angry as he is that they couldn't find a little piece of paper in a sweater for, for two, two days. days. Yeah. I mean, well, I, that's what, there's like, they're not as good. Well, I guess it's because they're it's their first murder. You gotta give them some slack. It's their first murder. So maybe that's why they're not going against the crazy lady yet, and that's why they're taking. A it's not bit Detective too long. Carver's first murder. I know, but it's everybody else's. Yeah. So, um, I guess they said it, it, it. Like they didn't catch it because it slipped through the po- hole in the pocket into the lining. Yeah. So it was like in between the layers of fabric. Yeah. I, know, I still think I would have like felt it. You know. Yeah, you like run your hands. Oh, yeah. It's a- Pretty thin piece of paper, and where it was, it was like right where the zipper folds over. So mm-hmm. I could, I could understand them not finding it as quickly, but I would be angry too. If yeah, it took that long. Yeah, yeah. But so now he's he's gonna track it down. And how? Do, what do you guys think of that ending, though, on the spinning beach ball of death? The funniest part I, of the episode. I sure. was laughing just because I know that pain. Yeah, he's waiting, and I knew it was gonna end like that. It's like. 
I did not Don't. think until it like cut to the next dawn. I was like, no way. They're yeah. not going to end on the beach ball of death. They're not going to do and it. They did. Boom. They did. Yeah. We're going to be, that beach ball is going to be spinning for seven days. Or good... six days and 23 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I like that beach ball of death. I'm going to pocket that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. I hate that thing. It'll be, it'll it'll be the death of us all. Um, but so, who else do we have on our suspect list? We got the phone number. Oh, the priest. Let's talk about the priest. I don't know that he's a suspect, per se. But uh, basically, everyone, because it's a sp- sus- suspect everyone. Like it's I our said hashtag. last week, when I was watching Broadchurch, he was my suspect right now. Um, he's just too nice. Why are you drinking wine with Beth? I think he... Cl- Save that for church. It's the, like... <laughs> Blood of Christ. Sacramental wine. Yeah. It's only used to bless things. I watched another show where there a priest had a drink with his with the wife. Sopranos. Things almost got a little <laughs> bit too close. Um, so Well, I mean, I think that they they clearly have a history. I think they've mm-hmm. known each other for years. Yeah, he's in love with her. Um, like in yeah, Sopranos. he's cl- yeah, he's but he's a man of the cloth. Well, he's probably a man of the cloth because she turned him down. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's kind mm-hmm. of the feeling that I'm getting. And also just Mark's uh, response to him interacting with his family. He was very defensive. He's like, stay away from my family. So there's a ton of layers with that family and that priest. And he wasn't always a priest. So, yeah, yeah. there's some, there's some nitty-gritty. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess the uh, being in love with Beth is a very good, that's a motive. You think so? Well. To kill her son? Not intentionally. But it could be a motive to be angry towards any of their any anyone connected to Mark. He very much doesn't like Mark. He doesn't trust Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not like a thing where she fell in love with somebody else, like fully in love and like went off with him. This is a thing where she sort of got stuck, and then she she loves him. She I think Beth definitely loves Mark, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think from the priest's perspective, he sees her as like trapped, mm. and the kids as like further trapped. Um, so I think in a, I don't know if he'd been drinking, if but uh, if he'd be, was somehow in a just in a bad situation, if he caught Danny doing something really bad, because we know that he was up to something that night, mm-hmm. we just don't know what. I could see, I, I definitely would put him actually on the suspect list now that you mention mm-hmm. it, just because he's he's a weird dude. Yeah, and you don't, I don't like picking the people that stand out. You know, there's a reason why they're standing out early because they want you to think that way. But I also don't want to suspect somebody just because they're kind of weird. Yeah, that's why I don't expect uh, suspect the psychic guy. I think it's just like a little like um, MacGuffin or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's Throwing a little. I think he's a little out of his mind. Red herring. Like, that's a good. Yeah. Yeah, MacGuffin, red herring. Yeah, yeah. there's there's going to be a lot of those. I think yeah. on this show. I would just say there's one scene though in this episode seeing Broadchurch. I uh, it's like really interesting to see. I'm not going to give this uh, clearly, but it's like, oh, now that's why they were doing that. Well, I heard that cuz they gonna... they are bending this like not yeah. completely away. If... I heard and I think this is safe to confirm or deny cuz we know that it's going to be different in the end. Mm-hmm. Um I heard that the psychic guy is new. Not was not a character. No, he was. Okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I misheard was then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I laughed when I saw it last week because I forgot about him. But oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was there. 
Um, just if it go if it ends the same way, it's really interesting. Like rewatching, it's like rewatching Broadchurch because I'm like, oh whoa, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but they're clearly building. They start in the same place. Like a lot of actually, this is the way I think a lot of British adaptations go. They start out with like almost shot for shot remakes. Mm-hmm. They did it on The Office. Um, they did it on the failed pilot, the failed uh, attempt to adapt the IT crowd. Although that just got, uh, they're green lighting another attempt at a pilot on that one. But anyway, they just do a shot for shot remake to start and then let the show build as it will with the actors they have and filling them out as they prefer. I still think that they're going to intentionally not make it the same. I don't know how Broadchurch end, mm-hmm. ended, but I, in my mind, that makes the most sense for whatever happened for them to depart from it. I kind of hope. I, I kind of hope they make it the same. Yeah, I think the fact that they cast David Tennant uh, in the same role kind of makes me feel like they really do want to do the same show again. Mm-hmm. With an American cast, yeah. but uh, it, it, it would just seem odd if they they might change like, you know, like if the ending of of Clue the movie and it's like choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, like if you saw it in theaters, you could decide which theater you go to and you'd see a different ending. Huh, but if you see it like cool. on TV, they show you all the endings. Yeah. And so they might do it where it's just like the person who did it and. In Broadchurch, so it's, it's maybe one off from that person, and I could see them doing that. But I don't really think they're going to change too much. It is lo- two more episodes, or so, right, T- or four more? Is it? Hmm? Before oh, it's like they, seven? I think you said episode six, right? Or no, there was eight, so now there's ten. So there's two more episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. but, but they said by it, episode six, that's when things start to change. Um, oh, okay. So there's gonna it's gonna go like different. Yeah. But I hope it you know turns back around. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There's, there's a lot left in this season. So, um, do you guys? What are your guys' predictions? I mean, uh, well, not. But who do you? Who's your suspects? Well, let's Sorry. move into predictions for okay. that. Okay. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Because I would say who we think is going to be the killer is a pretty solid. Is a prediction. Yeah. Right. Um, Adrian, I'm curious what you're thinking. I think at this time it's. Uh, Vince, Raymond, and well, Vince. That's true. Because I have a little suspicion about Vince because he did leave to go get his mom the medicine at ten. But he also had blood in the trunk. Did you see? I see that in the van. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. You didn't? You guys didn't catch that? No. That's when he had when he Renee, Renee. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. was covering up uh, a weapon of some sort. No. You guys I didn't, didn't see that? that? I blinked. I didn't catch that. And there was blood. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, Vince is on my list. Raymond, and then the dog lady, the woman with the, the skateboard, whose name I can't remember. I am starting to think I'm going to lean on the priest in an accidental death, um, but Tom is somehow complicit in the murder. Uh, maybe they were fighting, and mm-hmm. then the priest tried to intervene mm-hmm. and ended up killing Danny through some accident, and then was trying to cover up his tracks. It's like him and Tom on a buddy mission to uh, cover up a murder. That's really creepy. Mm. Priest and a little kid. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. Because okay. I don't want to say anything. Well, right. we know we know you, all your stuff is with an asterisk of uh, you're not allowed to talk. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes. Sometimes we just say, no. <laughs> Kelly's not allowed to say anything That's here. fine. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Grace Point. Uh, 
entitled Episode 3, because they don't have episode titles in yeah. the show. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Kelly McInerney, where can the people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Holly Weirdo. And you guys can find me, Adrian Snow, at on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow, A D R I A N. You guys catch me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, that's Zach with a C H. And also here at AfterBuzz, I got a bunch of shows: Doctor Who, Doctor Who Classics, uh, Resurrection, Grimm is coming back next week. I'm so excited! So tune in. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.